Okay, good morning, Rabbi. Said Rukhmavam to the Kolel Agra de Perko. Sorry for the delay, but Bezos Hashem, we hope it will be worth it. We have uh, really uh, incredible uh, content for the Shir on Parshas Bayetse. Um, I want to take that opportunity to uh, be my dia. Baruch Hashem, there's a new Sefer out in English on Hanukkah called The Light and the Splendor, which is available on the Art Scroll website, or you could go to our new site, rabbidg.com, where you could order all the svarim on Hanukkah and Rameir. Also, um, the shiurim are now available on uh, Torah Anytime on podcast. And starting uh, last night, the shiurim are also now available on Shas Illuminated as well. In other words, all the shiurim will now also be on Shas Illuminated. Um, if anybody wants, last Thursday night was sort of the inaugural Shas Illuminated event questions and answers on a number of interesting subjects. You can check that out. And uh, we continue in Parshas Vayetze. If anybody wants to participate in the uh, Sefer Bezos Hashem on Sefer Bereshis, please uh, contact us. Okay, so this is really a very interesting subject. A little bit unusual. Um, and here we go. A little while ago, I came across a very rare Sefer. This might be one of the most rare Svarim that I've uh, seen. Uh, I never saw anyone who had it. I've seen it quoted. The name of the Sefer is Sefer Ahavas Torah. That's a nice name. It was written by Rav Pinchas Zalman Segal Ishharowitz. It was published in Tafresh Samachay. That is the year 1905. Okay. Tafresh Samachay. And it's basically uh, based on the following principle. It counts the number of times that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name is mentioned in the Chumash. And the number of times it's mentioned is none other than 1,820. Okay? And what are you going to do with that? The, the Avas Torah has a cheshven that the number of words in Haggadah Shal Pesach is 1,820. And we once spoke about it, and uh, we mentioned it in the Sefer on Pesach, that the number of words in the Haggadah, which is 1,820, is commensurate with the number of times that Hashem's name appears in the Chumash. <clears throat> now, in the course of Rav Pinchas Zalman Segal Isharowitz's discussion of the number of times Hashem's name is mentioned in the Chumash, he discusses other things as well, and as he's discussing them, he, he lets you know, okay, we're now up to the 100th time Hashem's name appears, or the 200th time, or the 300th time. And he says in the Pasuk in Bereshis, Adam yada es chava ishtoi, that the word chava is the 1,113th word in the Chumash. I'm sure you all knew that uh, even before the share started, that the word chava is the 1,113th word in the Chumash. And the gematria of the word Ishtai is 707. So, Chava, 1,113. Ishtai, 707, is 1,820, which in the world of Avas Torah is the most important number in the Chumash, because it's the number of word, the number of times Hashem's name is mentioned in the Chumash. And this gives some significance to Chava Ishtoi is commensurate with the number 1,820. However, says the Avas Torah, 
that if Chava is the 1,113th word in the Chumash, then two words before that is the 1,111th word in the Chumash, namely the word Yada. <clears throat> what does Yada mean? Yada refers to he lived with Chava. He had relations with Chava. Yediya is the Lashon of Deveikos. What does it mean to cling to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? <clears throat> It means to really truly know HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In the Chumash, <clears throat> relations is referred to as Yediya. Vayeda Adam es Chava Ishtai. Adam Yada. The word Yada is the one hundred, is the one thousand one hundred and eleventh word in the Chumash. What is the significance of that? Significance of that is Adam and Chava being Mezdabek is the ultimate unity, and that is symbolized by it being the one thousand one hundred and eleventh word in the Chumash, namely that is Achdos Gamor, Achdos Pashot, one thousand one hundred and eleven, one 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 one. Which is basically Rabbi Maskwitz, that's the code of the Agra de Pirka learning also. So that's also in Yana de Yoima. In other words, when I, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell people that, but, uh, but it's Benagel in Yanenu, the 1111th word in the Chumash is Yada, indicating Achdos Gamor, perfect unity. The, perf- the first perfect unity in the Chumash is Adam Yada es Chava Ishtay. Okay. The Avas Torah then continues. He says, well, if there's significance to the Achdos Gamor of 1,111, what about 11,111? So you say, I don't know, how are we supposed to figure that one out? Well, says the Avas Torah, if you look at number 3, She gave him, Rachel gave him, Bila, her maidservant as a wife, Vayavoy Eleha Yaakov and Yaakov came to her. What is the eleven thousandth, one hundred and eleventh word in the Chumash? Vayavoy. Vayavoy is Yaakov living with Rachel. Well, says the Avas Torah. What was after Adam living with Chava? The greatest symbol of Achtos Gamor of Ishve Ishtai? I would have thought it's Yaakov and Rachel. But he says no. Because Yaakov and Leah, he didn't know it was Leah. He thought it was Rachel. Yaakov and Rachel, Rachel was Asr in a way. She's Achos Ishto. So what was the, after Adam and Chava, the greatest example of Vidavak um, Be'ishtoi? Yaakov and Bilha, says the Avas Torah. And in fact, the 11,111th word, 11111, is Vayavai in this week's parsha? So I know you're wondering, what does this have to do with this week's parsha? The eleven thousandth, one hundred and eleventh word in the Torah, Vayavai Eleha Yaakov. Vayavai Eleha Yaakov, eleven thousand one hundred and eleventh word in the Torah. Well. There is a, a fascinating Sefer. It's called Deya Es Hashem. And the Sefer Deya Es Hashem was written by someone, Rav Avram Yishayahu Trapp, a grandson of Hagoyin Rav Naftali Trapp. I learned in uh, Yeshiva Chavetz Chaim, so our Rashiva Rav Henach Libowitz, was the son-in-law of Rav Avram Trapp, who I believe was the son of Rav Naftali Trapp. And uh, the Rebetzin, Rebetzin Libowitz, was the granddaughter of the Granat. 
And this is also, this is the grandson of the Granat, who's very, he wrote a sefer called Deya Es Hashem, which is a marvelous sefer of Ramazim and all, very interesting items. And he was really taken and he was really astounded by the, these two codes, namely the 1111th word in the Torah is Yada, Achdos Gamor of Adam and Chava, and the 11,111th word in the Torah is Vayavoy by Yaakov and Bilha. Again, Yaakov and Leah, he didn't know it was Leah. Yaakov and Rachel was Achos Isha. And Yaakov and Bilha was the first uh, illustration of Achdos Gomor Beheter. And so it says the Rabbi Avram Yishaya Trap, hearing these two Ramazim of 1,111 and 11,000. 111, he decided to take this further and he was sort of wondering, well, what is the 11, what is the 111th thousand, 111th word in the Tanakh? In other words, we know 1,111, we know 11,111, what's the 111,111th word in the Torah? And then he says he realized there is none because the Torah only has 80,000 words. Right? We know there's 600,000 letters in the Torah, or really 300,000 letters in the Torah. But it has um, about 80,000 words, and therefore there is no 111th word in uh, a 111,111th word in the Torah. However, it would then take you into Nevi'im and Ksuvim. So he figured, let, let, let's give it a shot. Let's see what we come up with when we calculate the 111,111th word in the Torah. Now this is not something that you could really count very easily, although there was a great individual that I was reading about over Shabbos, Rabbi Chol Ber Weismandel, and I just happened to be reading about him because it was his yard site on Shabbos. And I have a, a very interesting new set of svarim behind me called Zuchreinam Lavracha, courtesy of Rabbi Gedal Yashkoyach. And uh, it was his yard site. And um, he writes in one of his books, when he would take out a Sefer Torah, the letters would literally dance off the page of the Sefer Torah and be floating in midair. And he was able to, you know, he was sort of the inventor of the codes of the Torah. He would be able to count this letter, thousands of letters later, thousands of letters later. He had this uncanny ability, and he writes about it, that when he would take out a Sefer Torah, the letters would literally be Pireach Ba'avir, and he was able to, in his mind, like calculate like a computer the number of letters. Anyway, so what is the 111,000th? 111th word of the Torah, which will take us to Tanakh, we come to Shmuel. Vatimaher, she hastened. Vatakam Avigail, Avigail got up. Vatirkav al hachamar, she rode on the donkey. Vichamish narasel al and her five maidservants with her. Vatelach achare malache David, she followed the servants of David. Vatihi loy leisha, she was to him as a wife, says the Deus Hashem. The computer uh, came up with the following reser- uh, result. The word Vatahi says Rabbi Avram Yishaya Trap 
it is not necessary to explain the shock and the aura and the electrifying feeling that I felt when my computer came up with the word Vatahi. And I'll explain why. Because we know that more than anybody else who loved their wives, it was David HaMelech. David said to Yonasan, um, he says, Tzali Ach Yonasan, he says, I, I'm so pained over you. I love you so much. May Ahavas Noshim. I love you more than I love my wives. But the love that David had to his wives was sort of the symbol and the embodiment of Ava Benishla Ishtai. And of all David's wives, who did he love the most? Well, the greatest of all David's wives was none other than Abigail. She was the one wife who was in Aviyah. Not only that, um, we know that David's love for his wives were Ava Shena Tuluya Bedavar, and Avigail was a great Sadekis, more than all of David's wives, like it's Masha and the Mishnah in Sanhedrin and Daf Chaf Aleph, and she is one of the seven Neviyos. Well, that union must have produced quite a child, and in fact, it did. Who, what, what was the product of David and Avigail? Anybody know? Daniel. What? No, not that Daniel. A different Daniel. A Daniel that nobody knows about. Because he's never called that name. The name that he's called is Kilav. Kilav was, according to the Gemara Brachos, a Talmud Chacham Atzav, the biggest Talmud Chacham in the Dar. Not only that, he, the Gemara Babavasa says he's one of the four people who never did a sin. His father was David, his mother was Avigail. In fact, the Gemara Bracha says on Daftalim, Tana, loy mifi boishas shemai, ela ish boishas shemai, velama nikor shemai mifi boishas. Mifi boishas, mevayish David bahalacha. Therefore, David was Zoicha, that Kilov came out of him. His name wasn't Kilov, his name was Daniel. Why was he called Kilov? He was Machlim, Pnei Mephibosheth Bahalacha. And about him, Shlomo Amelach said, Beni Imchacham Libcha Yismach Libi Gam Oni. Bottom line is, from this union of perfect Achtos, David and Abigail, which is the 111,111th word in the Torah, Vatihi, amazingly, Vatihi, that produced one of the great individuals, namely Kilab. Well, says the Dea Sashem, who was produced by the other great union of Yaakov Avinu and Bila? Well, he says none other than the individual who expresses great longing for Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Dun, who says Lishu Ascha Kivisi Hashem. So this is a very uh, interesting um, experiment and thesis that there's significance to the 1111th word of the Torah, namely Yada, Adam Yada. There's significance to the 1000, um, to the 11,111th word of the Torah, which is Vayavai, Yaakov, and Bila. And there's significance to, significance to the 111,111th word of the Torah, and that is um, the word, um, that is the word Vatahi. So we've already ex- um, said the uh, significance of all three. Now, says Rav Avram Yishaya Horowitz, 
that uh, he put this program, he put this search into another um, computer. As we know, you know, computers have personalities, and sometimes the personalities are not all that good, right? We know that the personalities of uh, uh, many computers, you know, they're moody. Sometimes computers are in a good mood. Sometimes they're slow. Like usually uh, this morning at about 10.29, that's when all my devices all of a sudden go to sleep. They get very slow. They're not working. Uh, sometimes computers need therapy. You know how it is. So he put um, the Tanakh into a different program, and it came up slightly different, namely the 111,000th, 112th word in the Torah was Vatahi, which sort of throws off his whole thesis. So it was off by one. And uh, Rabbi Avram Yishayi uh, instead of saying that you could be off by one, he said he, he recognized and realized why, in fact, this other program was off by one. And that is based on the teaching of the Vilna Gaon, an amazing teaching. The Gaon says in Parshas Hazinu, the Gaon says that the Parsha of Hazinu has 614 words. How's that? What's the significance of 614? 613 mitzvahs plus one for the Torah itself. And yet, when uh, Rav, ha- Rav Trapp put in Parsha Sazino into the computer, into this other program, he got 615. And he realized what happened over here. Because there's a big debate in, uh, in Nusach or in grammar. There's a Pasuk in Hazino Paraklamid Beis, Pasuk uh, Yud. The Pasuk says, Pasuk Vav, Hal Adoishem Tigmaluzais. Now you have to know how to pronounce this word. It's a Shva Nach, Hal. And not Hal Hashem, but Hal Adoishem. You have to give it an Aleph, Hal Adoishem. However, when the computer in the Sefer Torah, the hay is a little bit bigger, so when you put in a search, uh, it comes up as two different words. But uh, halachically, it's one word. So when uh, when Rav Trapp put Hazinu into the computer, it came up with 615 words, and he realized that's where the extra word came from, namely Hal, uh, showed up as Ha and Ladoishem. But really it's one word, Hal Adoishem, and therefore calculating Hazinu as 614, then that would get to you the 111,000th word, would get you to Vatahi, and so far, so good. So basically the thesis uh, is, is true in three instances. The 1111th word is Yada, the 11,111th word is Vayavai, and the 111,000th word, 111, is Vatahi. The one word that nobody tried to calculate, which would seem uh, like an obvious first choice and point of calculation is why didn't anybody try to calculate the 111th word of the Chumash? I mean, that should be obvious. Shouldn't 111 be the first place to check? So I did uh, a little search. And now for this, you don't really need a computer because you're not really going too far. And lo and behold...
I could not believe what I came up with. I came up with the last Maramakam on the sheet. Vayikra Elohim Layabasha Eretz. God called the dry land, earth, ulamikveh hamayim, and to the gathering of water, kara yamim, he called seas. And lo and behold, the 111th word in the Torah is seas. And then I realized why nobody mentioned that this is the 111th word. Because you can't do anything with it. Because it doesn't do anything for you. So they conveniently either forgot or or um, omitted the fact that the 111th word in the Torah is the word Yamim. But Marv Raboisai, Be'ezus Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch will be Yarenu Mitairasai Neflois. We're going to see wonders from the Torah. That in fact, there is a great significance in the fact that the 111th word in the Torah is the word Yamim. So a few years ago, when uh, there was something called airplanes and travel, I once spent a Shabbos in Dallas. And uh, while being in Dallas, I met um, a, a wonderful individual, a tzaddik, by the name of Ivan Sachs, who uh, presented me with a rock. And uh, he painted the rock for me. And on the rock, he put the words, Ein oid movadai. There's nothing but God. And then he wrote on the word on the rock, Rock Hashem, <laughs> which is a play on words, Rock Hashem, only Hashem. And I was thinking about uh, these words, Einoid Movadoi, but here here's where I started. I was thinking about the number one hundred and eleven and the significance of one one one, and I realized that if the first letter of the Aleph base is the ultimate unity, Aleph. Let's take the gematria of the word Aleph. The gematria of Aleph is Aleph, Lamid, Pei. That's 111. 1, 1, 1. So that's pretty amazing. Aleph is 1, 1, 1. Now, watch this. How many letters are in the Hebrew alphabet? 22, right? No. Because you have the Menatzbach, the final Mem, the final Nun, the final Tzag, the final Chaf, the final Pei. So there are 27, right? No. Because a Kuf is 100, and a Resh is 200, and a Shin is 300, and a Tuf is 400, and a final Chaf is 500, and a final Mem is 600, and a final Nun is 700, and a final Pei is 800, and a final Tzadi is 900, and Merv Rabbi what's a thousand? Aleph! Is Eleph. Aleph is one, and Aleph is Eleph, a thousand. Marvraboisai. So going back to the letter Aleph, Aleph is Gematria, 111, but it's also Eleph. So it's one, 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 one. But now watch this. How many letters in the Hebrew alphabet? 28. You have Aleph through Tuf. You have the five final letters, and then you have Aleph again, which is a thousand. So with how many letters did God create the universe? Twenty-eight letters. How many letters are in the opening Pasuk of Bereshus? Twenty-eight. Why? Connected the twenty-eight letters with which Hashem created the world. Now watch this. What's the opening Rashi in Chumash? 
that the really the Torah should have started with Achodesh Hazelochem. So why does it start with Bereshis? Koyach Masov Higid Le'amoy. The strength of his actions he teaches his people. Koyach, the 28 letters with which God created the world. The 28 letters of the Pasuk of Bereshis. What Pasuk, in, what Parak in Tehillim is the Pasuk? Koyach Masov Higid Le'amoy. Which Parak in Tehillim is 1111? Is Koyach Masov Higid Le'amoy. It's the hundred. And eleventh Perek of Tehillim. So it's uh, we see wondrous things. Now, then I'm thinking about the words Ein Oid Movadai, which is a favorite subject of mine. Let's take a look, Rabbi Say number fifteen. Mm, it's a little bit hazy over here. So if you have a Gemara in Chulin, it's Dav Zayin Amar Rabbi Shua ben Levi. Lama Nikra Shimon Yemim. Why are they called Yemim? White mules. She'imasa mutalas alabrios. Because their fear is placed on creatures. More scary than a leopard or a eagle or a snake or a gorilla or a tiger are mules. Nobody ever came to be healed from a, the, uh, the wound of a white mule and lived. But we see sometimes they do live. That means they're not cured. We see they are. If they have white-tipped feet then you'll never be cured from it. Says the Gemara, now that's a rather odd intro. The intro to what we're about to learn is, there's a white mule that is called Yemim because they have they inspire so much fear on the world that they're called Yemim, fear. Says the Gemara, there's nothing other than him. Amarabi <coughs> Chanina. Va'afilu kishafim, even kishaf. Einoid movadai. There's nothing other than God, even kishaf. Ha'hiitzda davakom ha'darno lemishkal afro mitusei karid Rabbi Chanina. There was a woman who tried to take out dust from under the leg of Rabbi Chanina, and she was going to use the dust uh, as witchcraft to harm Rabbi Chanina. Amar Allah, he says to her, Shikoyli, take it. Leimistaya milsach. You will not be successful. You know why? It says, there's nothing other than him. Ay. Va'amar Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said, Lama Nikor Shaman Kishafim. Why are they called Kishaf? Shemakhishim Pamalya Shamala. Because they weaken the uh, retinue above. Says the Gemara. Shani Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Chanina is different than Afisha Zechusei, because he has a lot of merit. So the Gemara relates a very interesting story. Basically, a woman tried to harm Rabbi Chanina, and uh, Rabbi Chanina said, don't even bother, because I believe in Enoid Movadoi. I, the Gemara says, so what? Kishif is a real thing. It weakens so to speak, the power on high, says the Gemara, Rabbi Chanina is different because he had a lot of zuchusim. So the Nefesh Achayim is bothered 
we don't usually consider it a good practice for a person to put themselves in a dangerous situation and rely on their merit. So what was Rabbi Hanina ben Doisa doing? What was, excuse me, what was Rabbi Hanina doing over here? Rabbi Hanina was relying on his chusim? Is that a good idea? That seems to be a little bit arrogant for a person to be soimich on, on their chusim and on the respective merit. However, says the Nefesh HaChayim, no, it's not that Rabbi Hanina considered himself to be full of zechusim. But rather, the Nefesh HaChayim says something very important. He says, It's not that Rabbi Hanina considered himself to have so many zechusim from his Torah and from his Masim and that he was reliant on that and he was not scared of Kishim. But rather, the Indian is as follows. Since the truth is, there are no forces in this world, they have no independent power, they are not independently fueled, but these are forces that Hashem allows to be active in this world to do whatever they need to do. But without HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they would cease to exist, they would be powerless. So Rabbi Hanina, it's not that he trusted in his own Zuchusim or his Masim Toivim, but he had full recognition and full cognizance and full awareness and he felt with every fiber of his being that none of these forces are independent forces. They're only allowed to act because Hashem allows them to, but ultimately they are all governed by the Mahashkach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that if somebody has this deep level of awareness, then all the forces of this world are harmless. They're meaningless. There's nobody who could hurt you. There's no force that could hurt you. There's no choyli, there's no adam, there's no pega, there's no machala that could have any impact at all. Because since they are all being governed by the ultimate power, namely HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if somebody is in full sync and awareness that all there is in this world is the existence of Hashem and everything else is just something that is created, then all of a sudden everything else fades away. And Rabbi Hanina said to the lady, I'm not scared of not your kishif, not your ayin hara. I believe with every fiber of my being, in oid movadai. And then the Nefesh Achayim says something which is uh, a life-changing teaching. Because if the Nefesh HaChayim gives us a segula, then this is a segula you could take to the bank. Uve'emes, he says, who inyan gadol, a segula nefla, this is a great inyan, and a wondrous segula. Lahasir, to remove. Ulevatel me'olev, and to nullify from upon you. Kaldinin, all judgments, retsoinois hachim, and all desires of others. Shalayuchlu lishloipoi, that they cannot have any power over you. Vilayasu shum roishem klan have no marked impact at all. Meaning, how can a person make it? Then no one could harm him. No force, no individual, no illness could have any impact. Kishaha adam koivea beliboy lemar. When a person sets in his heart to say, Haloi Hashem hu aleikim hoamiti. The Lord is the true God. Ve'ein oid movado yizbarach. And there is not besides Him, blessed be He. Shum kayach ba'olam, any force in the world, b'chol ha'olam is klal. Not in this world, not in any world. B'hakol mole rak achdusay ha'pashen yizbarach shamay, and everything is full 
only of God's perfect unity. And he nullifies in his heart complete nullification. There's nothing else. There's no other power, no other force, no other being, no other entity, no other difficulty, no other challenge, no other illness, no other problem. All there is is God's perfect unity. He doesn't pay attention at all to any force in the world. And he subjects and clings his purity of thought only to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. God will give you success that every other force in the world will be nullified. Batel, cease, stop. As soon as a person gives his full undivided attention with his mind and his heart, that all there is in this world is Rebbeinishom, and everything else is just a force that Hashem allows, then everything else ceases immediately. This, says Rebchaim Velazhner, was the Kayach of when the snakes were unleashed on Klal Yisrael. And Moshe Rabbeinu made the copper snake and he lifted it up to the Shamayim. And Klal Yisrael looked heavenward and all of a sudden the plague of the snake stopped. This was not a magic, this was not some kind of supernatural hoax. Instead, when Klal Yisrael lifted up their eyes to the heavens and they realized, Ein Oid Malvadoi, there is no snake, there is no illness, there is no pandemic, there is no financial crisis. All there is, is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's perfect unity, and everything is just an expression of that. Everything else in the world ceases. Says Reb Chaim this is the true meaning of sweetening the Kayach Hadin in the root, what is called Hamtakas Hadinim B'Sharasham, sweetening the Dinim in their very root. In fact, the story goes, and there are different versions of the story, that the Briskarov, when he was on his way from Warsaw to Bialystok, or he was on his way from Warsaw to a different location, and in order to get there, the the road was uh, overrun and swarming with Nazis, with SS, and it was a very extremely dangerous um, trip, and the Briskarov remembered that his father had taught him the school on the floor of the Nefesh HaChayim to focus on only HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the, and the Briskarov with every ounce of his being, with every ounce of his mind and his heart. He literally was Merachez his Machshava. He focused his mind with such intensity that he was sweating beads of sweat. And miraculously, he made it to Bialystok, or according to other versions, to a different location, without any uh, interruptions. But there was a certain point in the trip where he literally could not keep the focus anymore, and so to speak, he had to relax his mind. And just then, he gets a tap on the shoulder, and a Nazi uh, apprehends him, and then again, he was able to reinstate and refocus on this idea that all there is in the world is just the perfect unity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And in fact, the, uh, he was able to save himself from uh, that particular danger. Now... The uh, Revolba happens to write 
that this segula may not work for a machala because that's not ritzoinois achirim, but that's the rotsen of a kadosh baruch Hu. But that's an interesting point of discussion. Is this a skula davka for danger or a davka from uh, the will of others who seek to harm him or really from any uh, challenge at all that, um, that, that may occur? But uh, w- what's very interesting is that this segula of the Nefesh HaChayim seems to be found in the words of the Rambam himself. And as the Rambam in the Marnavuchim and Chelek Gimel, Perek Nun Aleph, The Rambam says, uh, and I'll paraphrase until we get to the second uh, chapter, uh, the second parak. He says, when a person clears his mind, and he sort of allows his mind to think that he's not the focus of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, then Hashem, so to speak, is hidden from him, and that's the time when a person is subject to the various vicissitudes and dangers of this world, because the moment you Think to yourself that Hashem is not fully mashkiach upon you with absolute uh, perfection. To that extent, you become sort of cast to the vicissitudes and challenges of the world. However, the Rambam writes amazing words, and, and Lachara, this is a very strong basis for this segula of the Nefesh Achayim. He says, This is Marumas in the Pasuk. Hashem says, In other words, if you want to know why Hashem is hiding His face from you, it's because you've said that Hashem is not with us. The Rambam writes, it is clear to you. The reason why somebody may become subject to the vicissitudes of the world, to animals, and furthermore, is because he has hidden himself from Hashem. But, if God would be in him, no evil would be found in him. This, by the way, sounds like even a machala or even any type of evil, any type of difficulty would sort of dissipate. He says, Amar Yisala, God says to the Prophet, Al tira ki ani, al tishta ki ani kecha. It says, don't be afraid because I'm with you. Don't be frightened because I'm your God. You know the Pasuk, Amar. If you traverse the waters, I'm with you. The rivers will not wash you away, which we tend to think as follows. If God will be with you, then He'll make sure the river won't sweep you away. But it means like this. If a person is in grave danger, and even though he's in grave danger, in your mind, 
I'm still with you and you think there's nothing in this world other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even though it seems that the river is threatening, but you say there's no such thing as a river, all there is is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then, the river will now wash you away. The more your mind focuses on the idea that all there is is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashgacha Pratis will cling to you and all evil will be removed from you. Okay. In fact, this idea is also expressed by one of the great Hasidic masters of Menachem Endel of Vitebsk. He writes similarly, the Amita Soinian in his Priha Aretz, in his 30th letter. He says, Hashem's hashgacha is commensurate with the seichel clinging to HaKadosh Baruch Meaning the more in our minds, our minds are absolutely clinging to Hashem, to that extent, Hashem's hashgacha will be with us. Ukefi shir ha-deveikusoi bo yisbarach, kein shir hashgacha alav. One whose mind is not removed from clinging to Hashem, always so too the outpouring of Hashem's divine presence will be on him immediately. But someone who allows his mind to think that uh, there are other ways to do things without HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to that extent his Hashkacha will be uh Limited and mitigated. So, Marv Rabbi there's this force in the world called Kishof. You know what the gematria of Kishof is? I know you know this, but I'm just reviewing for myself. Let's let's review. Kishof, Chaf and Yod is 30, right? 20. Yod is 10. Shin is 300. Vav is 6. Pei is 80. That's gematria 416. So you say, what does that do for me? That's the letter Tav. Tav, Yud, Vav. The last letter of the Aleph Bays. But what's the first letter of the Aleph Bays? Aleph. Aleph is 111. 111. I was in the airport in Dallas and I was thinking about the words Ein, Oid, Mulvadoi. What are the Rashi Tevois of Ein, Oid, Mulvadoi? Says the Belzareba. Aleph. Ayin, Mem, 1, 1, 1, 111. Ein Oid Movadoi is 111. The Gematria of Aleph. What's Kishuf? 416, the Gematria of Tuf. You see, when you move far, 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 far away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the furthest force in this world from HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Tuf. Tuf Yud Vav, 416, Kishuf. But... The thought which is closest to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Ein Oid Movadai. All there is, is Hashem's Achtos Pashat. So it's Zeh Luma Zeh Asalekim. Aleph, one, one, one. You know what Aleph is? Ein Oid Movadai. All there is, is God. There's no nature, there's no Biden, there's no uh, politicians, there's no financial crisis, there's no global pandemic. There's no Iran. There's no North Korea. All there is, is Ein Oid Movadoi HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That counteracts 416 Kishof. 
But the more we say there are other forces, there are other things we have to be concerned about, there are other phenomenon, to that extent, we lose Hashem Sashgacha. To the extent that our mind has the awareness that all there is is Hakol Hevel Havolim. The only thing that's Chai Vekayom is Ein Oid Movadoi. Ein Oid Movadoi. Marvra Boisai. The opposite of Ein Oid Movadoi, 111, is Kishof. Now, says the Belzer Rebbe, Rabbi Yishaya Shalom Rekeach, and the Yalkut Moshe. He says, there are three nations in Eretz Yisrael that we cannot get out. We know we chased, there are really ten nations in Eretz Yisrael. We chased out seven of them. Kanani, Amoiri, Prizi. There are three that we couldn't get out. Kani, Knizi, Kani, Knizi Kadmoini, which is Edoim Amon Emoyav. Edoim Amon Emoyav is Ein Oid Movadim. Now, by the way, Hashem has 72 names, which correspond to the 72 words of Vayoimer Hashem Amoshalim, or Dabram Neisom Ratalim, Vyasulahem Titsis, Al Kanfevik Dehim Ladoy, or Soman Asnal Titsis. We've, throughout the years, spoken about the, se- the 72 letter names that come from the three Pesukim and B'Shalach. We've always discussed the formula of Yoshar, Hafach, and Yoshar. Right? We've discussed Ani, we've discussed Vahoy, because those are names of Hashem that come from three consecutive Pesukim of 72 letters, 72 letters, 72 letters, and the way you make the 72 different words are the formula Rashi and Toysa say in Masech Sukkah, Yoisher, Hafuch, and Yoisher. Take the first letter of the first Pasuk, the last letter of the second Pasuk, the first letter of the third Pasuk. That spells Vahoy. The 37th of the first, 37th to last of the second, 37th of the third, spells Anani. But there's another formula called Yoisher, Yoisher, Yoisher. And in the formula Yoisher, 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 the fourth name of Hashem is Aleph Ayin Mem. Ein Oid Movadai. By the way, that corresponds to Moshe. Vayoymer Hashem El Moshe. Because why did Moshe take us out of Mitzrayim? Because he made himself not an entity. He made it that I'm not a goyal, I'm nothing, I'm vanach numa, I'm transparent. I am clear glass so that you can see straight through me and recognize Einoid Movadai. All there is in this world is Rebbeinishon. So Moshe corresponds to Einoid Movadai. Einoid Movadai is the antithesis of Edoim Amoy Nemoyav, says the Belzer Rebbe. And therefore, Marvara Aboisai, when Rabbi Hanina was told, aren't you afraid of Kishof? Aren't you afraid of the, these forces? The woman said, what do you mean? It's Makhesh Pamalio Shomalo. Reb Chanina says, I'm not scared. Kishof is 416, the letter Tav. I'm Enoid Movadoi. 111, I'm the letter Aleph. I have nothing to be scared of. But Marvara Boisai, which country in the world was Malay Kishof? Which country in the world had so much Kishof nobody was ever able to escape from? That was the city, uh, that was the, the country of Mitzrayim. And therefore, says the Belzer Rebbe, 
when Yaakov Avinu was about to go down to Mitzrayim, he was very scared. How am I going to ever get out of there? What about all the Kishof? So Hashem, so Hashem tells Yaakov Avinu, Anoichi, Eired, Imcha, Mitzrayma, Rashetevais, Ein, Oid, Movadai. What are you worried about, says the Belzer Rabbah? Aleph, Ayin, Mem, Ein, Oid, Movadai. You have nothing to worry about. You'll be able to get me out. You'll be able to come out. And Moshe Rabbeinu needed to take out the bones of Yosef. But Yosef's bones were sort of locked up with Kishav. No problem. Es, Atzmoisai, Mizeh. Yosef said, get my bones out. And if you want to know how, here's the magic formula. Aleph, Ayin, Einoin, Movada. That's how we're going to do it. Now, Marv Rabbeisai, during the days of the week, the forces of the world are very dominant. They're very prevalent. There's a great... Um, notions of Kishof, of other forces in the world. However, when Shabbos comes, we conquer all the various forces of nature, and we recognize that all there is, is Melachtoi, Asher, Asa, Einoid, Movadoi, says the Belzareba. On Shabbos, we recognize, we get rid of all the Umay Sa'olam. We get rid of all the notions of Kishof, of other phenomenon, of, says the Belzareba, Loi, Yiyah lecha Elohim acherim, la yiyah lecha is gematria 111, 31, 30, 50. La yiyah lecha is 111. And the way we, we overcome that is through the kayach of Ein Oid Movadoi. Ein Oid Movadoi is the segula that helps us overcome all forces, all powers, all entities, all individuals who try to stop us, who try to interfere with us, who try to instigate and serve as an impediment to our recognition of Hashem's supreme power in this world. Mav Ravoy said that was the purpose of uh, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. God took us out of um, Mitzrayim through Es Atzmoisai Mizeh with the shame Enoid Movadoi and therefore the night of Pesach Rav Shem Kleinberg and his Sefer Olei Shem points out, we make the brachas. Al achilas matzah, al achilas marar, rashi tevois, enoid movadoi, enoid movadoi. That's the, the secret of coming out of Mitzrayim, to recognize that all of these forces are powerless. Yosef told Moshe Rabbeinu, es atzmoisai mizeh, Hashem said, don't worry, eireidim chametzrayma. So marv raboisai, I think Hashem has given us, perhaps, some level of understanding now. Coming back to the 111,000, 111th word in the Torah is Vatahi, the Achdos Pashad of David and Abigail. The 11,111th word is Vayava, Yaakov and Bila. The 1,111th word in the Torah uh, is Yada. But what is the 111th word in the Torah? Vayikra lekim layabasha eretz ulamikfei kara yamim. Now, what are you going to do with Yamim? Could it be that Yamim are the same Moisiyos as Yamim? What are Yamim? The Gemara told us in Chulen that what is the most frightening force in this world, the force that there's no remedy, there's no way to overcome, it's even more frightful than Kishof. Nobody could be cured of it. Amr Rabbi Shimon Levi, Lamanikur Shimon Yamim. These white mules are the 
paragon and the quintessential outside force that there's no remedy from. It's mamish emosan mutazar brios to the point where Rabbi Chanina said, There's no way to be cured of it. But even though so many people are scared of it, Hashem tells us the 111th word in the Torah is yemim, in the oisiyos, to indicate that even this force, through the machshava and through the yedia of Einoid Movadai, 111, Achdos Pashat. This helps us overcome even that force, which the Gemara says is more frightful and more fearsome than Kishaf itself, the Yemim. In fact, the word Yemim is Gematria 100. Maybe we could say that the Samach Mem, the force of Esav, this, the word, the, the strongest power, the strongest power of evil in the universe is 100. And even though it's 100, Hashem writes it as the 111th word in the Torah, to indicate that through the force of Enoid Movadoi, one one one, we're able to overcome. So, may uh, in this difficult time for the world and for Klal Yisrael, and we're always thinking, okay, when is it going to be over? What could we do? What segula is there to overcome all of these uh, seem- seemingly uh, grave difficulties? But it seems that. Uh, sometimes if you go back to the most basic ideas, that's where the refuah comes from. If we can integrate and inculcate and focus and deepen our awareness that there are no other phenomenon, all there is, is the achdos pashat of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then even kishof, even the yemim, nothing is something that, nothing concerns us. If we're mezdabek, or mezchaber, to the Achdos Pasha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as the Nefesh HaChayim writes, Ube'emes hu inyin gadol usugula nefla lahaser ulevata me'olav kaldinin uretzainais acherim shlayuchlu lishlayt bay blayasu shum roisham klau. Okay, Marv Avosai, have a terrific day. Shkayach. What happened to number 11? They didn't talk about the 11th word in the Torah, which is uh, Bavayu. Bavayu. 111, 1111, 111, 111, 111, 111, 111, 111, 111, 111, 111,